0: And I remember asking my bunkie, I was like, do you think that our brains are frying? Texas inmates feeling like they're being cooked in state prisons. Hear their stories and why there is no relief in sight. And a community coming together to help a local hero.
1: Yet another triple-digit day here in Central Texas, and it gets worse
0: before it gets better. We'll show you when we start to reintroduce rain chances again. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. As we bear through these intense, uh, these intense temperatures, people locked up in our state prisons are describing excruciating heat and dangerous conditions. The majority of prisons do not have air conditioning in the cells. Inmates are scared for their health as summer begins. Ryan Chandler brings us some of their stories and the failed fight for change.
2: It is suffocating, it's terrifying just to feel like you're cooking. And I remember asking my bunkie, I was like, do you think that our brains are frying?
3: At the Lucille Plain State Jail near Houston, the maximum sentence is two years. But two summers was enough to make inmates like Maggie Luna feel like they were facing life.
2: All of these women that were suffering with me had not a lot of time, and uh, feared that they were getting death sentences. They would come in with a temperature um, gun, and it would be like 120. And we would hear them call that out and be like, and they just turn around and walk away and leave us all cooking in here.
3: Those still inside under this June's scorching Texas sun are sending desperate
4: letters. These are things that are really, really hard to read as a mother.
3: Yvonne Stone's so. son, Kevin, wrote her this week saying he has vomited and passed
4: out. These big, huge concrete and and metal buildings turn into ovens. I mean, Kevin was, he wrote one night, it was two o'clock in the morning because he puts the date and time on his letters a lot of times. And he's like, it's 121 degrees in here.
3: TDCJ tells us protecting employees and inmates is core to their mission, saying they take numerous precautions to lessen the effects of hot temperatures, and these efforts work. Among those efforts, providing respite areas with A.C., as well as water, ice, and fans, and prioritizing inmates for cooled cells with a heat sensitivity score. So far this year, they tell us four inmates have required medical attention beyond first aid for heat-related injuries. Nine employees have also suffered heat-related illnesses.
2: Instead of having somebody focus on keeping people cooled down when they're about to stroke out, we should be providing AC so that's not even a problem that we have to worry about
3: this legislative session state representative Carl Sherman passed a bill to do just that out of the house corrections committee if we're paying our tax dollars to house individuals who have been incarcerated under the custody of the state and they're in conditions that are worse than our animal shelters I think we're accountable for that it never got a debate in the full house we have the resources and we still have surplus But there is not a will uh, to provide AC in the housing unit. So, you know, it's intentional. The summer sun here to stay with no relief on the horizon.
2: We need to start by focusing on what we're incarcerating. Is incarceration truly to build better humans, to become better neighbors, or is it torture?
3: Ryan Chandler, KXAN News.
0: On Thursday, we reported an incarcerated woman died at a state prison in Gatesville. She was in air conditioning at the time. The state is still investigating the cause of her death. Late last year, Harvard University released a study of the impacts of heat in Texas prisons. The study looked at deaths between 2001 and 2019. It found about 13 percent of the deaths in that time period, 271, may be connected to the extreme heat in prisons without air conditioning. While no heat-related deaths happened in climate-controlled prisons. Authorities say the extreme heat led to the deaths of a father and son hiking at Big Bend National Park. They were hiking on Friday when the temperature reached 119 degrees. The 14-year-old boy became ill on the trail and lost consciousness, and his father hiked back to his car to try to find help. According to the National Park Service, a team of park rangers and border patrol agents found the boy dead along the trail and then later found his father dead in his car, which was crashed at the Bokias Canyon Overlook. The high temperatures have pushed ERCOT to issue a weather watch starting today and lasting through Friday. High temperatures bring high demand for the grid. And on June 19th, we reached a peak demand record of nearly 80,000 megawatts. The grid supply and demand dashboard now shows we could reach a new all-time peak demand record this week. ERCON officials say that they are ready to meet the forecasted demand. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon.
1: Another hot one today, of course. We did have some scattered clouds for a couple of hours that brought brief shade to the area. Those clouds are departing now, as you can see from the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center in South Austin, where we're at 98 degrees right now. And you can see we've still got regular all air temperatures in the Hill Country between about 104 to as high as 107 in some places, but there's a few 90s in the mix too. In the Metro now we're at 101 in Austin, upper 90s and low 100s in most neighborhoods. And in our eastern counties, sure you're seeing upper 90s, which you would think would feel better, but the humidity is high there it actually feels like 115 in LaGrange and 116 uh, in Platonia. Uh, Feels like 111 now in Austin, so it feels like triple digits wherever you are, mostly between 105 and 115 right now. Still going to be a very warm evening, 97 at 7 with mostly clear skies, and the skies stay mostly clear much of the night, 93 at 9, and finally the upper 80s here by 11. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll track a hot week ahead, although a change in the weather pattern that's coming that could actually bring us some cooler air and a little bit of rain. We've got one day
0: with a rain chance on our 7 day. Thanks, Nick. And just a tragic story coming out of San Antonio. An airline crew member at the San Antonio airport died after they were sucked into the engine of a plane. The National Transportation and Safety Board says it happened Friday when a Delta flight arrived and was taxiing to the gate. It is still not clear how the employee was sucked into the engine. The NTSB is investigating. A dozen people in Houston have been hospitalized after suffering from possible chlorine poisoning. It happened late Wednesday or late, late yesterday, rather afternoon at a pool in West Houston. The fire department says the problem appears to have been overchlorination. Officials say exposure to too much chlorine can cause nausea, skin and eye irritation and affect people with asthma. Seven children were among those taken to a hospital. Still to come, why attendees at one Austin festival had a lot to celebrate this year after the latest legislative session. And you know what they say about having too much of a good thing? why a summer break full of screen time could be bad for your kids. A World War II veteran has a new set of wheels thanks to the kindness of a group of Texans. Jack Hugman is a 96-year-old Central Texan and U.S. Navy veteran. At a World War II veteran celebration at the Texas Capitol in May, he shared with event organizers that he needed a new electric wheelchair. Well, in about a week, dozens of people raised more than $2,000 to buy him that wheelchair just in time for Memorial Day weekend.
3: We can't forget these soldiers. We can't forget the sacrifice that they made.
0: You can get more details on Jack's story at KXAN.com. And Austin Black Natural Hair Festival had a little more to celebrate this year after Governor Greg Abbott recently signed the Crown Act, which bans hair discrimination in Texas. The Kinky, Curly, Coily Festival put on by... Chiquita B Music has been teaching people about and how to style their natural black hair for four years now. It included demos on how to take care of black hair, classes for dads who need to learn different hair products, and salon vendors answering questions. The event organizer says it sets the stage for continuing to advocate for accepting natural hair.
4: We just had to pass a law telling people not to discriminate against our hair. So obviously, representation in, you know, in educating other people that don't have hair like ours is very important. So if anybody else wanted to come and learn, you know, about our hair, because maybe they have mixed children, or you know, maybe they have a friend or something that might want to learn about how to, uh, you know, grow or style or, or keep healthy natural hair. You know, it, it, it's it's for everyone.
0: This is one of the only events of its kind in the Austin area. Another triple-digit day. We got up to 103 here today
1: in Austin. Not quite the record high, but certainly uh, it was up there. The record high for today's day was 106. It also made it our 10th triple-digit day of the month. We're projecting 15 by the end of this month. That would put it as the 5th highest number of triple digit days in the month of June. We'll track the heat when it subsides and when we may get some rain in first morning weather.
0: Screen time is a lot like candy. Too much of it is not a good thing. And now the kids are out for the summer, it's a good time to be more proactive. Deanna Giles shows us what happens when kids have too much screen time.
4: School's out for kids and that means more time in front of a video screen.
5: It's candy for the brain. How much candy is good? Well, a little bit here and there is just fine, but you don't want to exist on a diet of just candy, right?
4: Dr. Zakia Olavi is a child psychiatrist and professor at Michigan State University. She says as a mother, too much of a good thing is not always a good thing.
5: The time spent in front of screen does not help it does not provide any benefit.
4: There are benefits to screen time when used for learning and communicating although without moderation we lose those benefits.
5: You want to avoid long stretches of inactivity sitting in front of a screen.
4: Before asking your child to put their cell phone away experts suggest you create a tech-free zone for yourself creating an environment for interaction between you and your child.
5: If the parents don't do that, then they really don't have much room to enforce something like that uh, for their kids. So they need to unplug. Parents need to set aside some time themselves.
4: Creating a tech-free zone for both parents and the children.
5: So it's not so much about, you know, saying to yourself or your children, oh, you are not going to go use the computer or be on your screen. Rephrase that, rephrase that to say, let's make time to connect with each other as people, as a unit.
0: That was Deanna Giles reporting. Engaging with your kids can be the best alternative, the doctor says, and it's important to remember that limits and rules work best when the parents also follow them. First warning weather
3: with meteorologist Nick Bannon.
1: Some scattered clouds still working through the skies over San Marcos now from our West Shore camera where it is still 100 degrees on what was yet another hot day here in Central Texas. We got lucky actually with some of those scattered clouds kept temperatures down about a degree or two over what they would have been had we not had them. And there were even some very 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 isolated showers that came with those clouds uh, in portions of the hill country. Right now we're still hot of course upper 90s or low 100s wherever you are here in Central Texas and it's gonna make for another warm night. In fact, it could be a record-tying warm night. This comes after we broke the record for a warm night last night, when we only dropped to 80, beating the previous record of 79. Tonight's record is 79 for the record warm low. So we think we're going to tie that record under a mostly clear sky. Tomorrow should be about a degree hotter than today with a mostly sunny sky. 104 still could feel like 105 to 115 at times during the afternoon. High pressure has been slowly getting closer to Central Texas and it'll move right on top of us here as we head into Tuesday and Wednesday. We think Tuesday is going to be the hottest day of the week. Highs about 106, maybe even as high as 107 in Austin. 107 would make it the hottest day of the year. That high then moves to the east of us by the end of the week, allowing temperatures to come down just slightly. And then it actually loses a lot of its punch as we head into next weekend, which could allow for some spotty rain or storm chances to come back. This is what one of our computer models is doing as we head into Sunday afternoon and night. Okay, it's not a washout by any means, but the rain is nearby, which would indicate at least a low-end chance for a few storms over us. Same thing for next Monday and July 4th, next Tuesday. That's not this week, but the following week. So early indications are a little cooler for the holiday. And maybe a little wetter as well. Still, we've got a lot of heat to get through first. 104 Monday, 106 on Tuesday, 105 on Wednesday. And then those numbers slowly come down. 103 Thursday and Friday, 102 on Saturday. And look, by next Sunday, we're down to 101. Humidity drops a little bit. The lowest it gets is Tuesday and Wednesday during the afternoons when the air dries out a little more. And then the humidity does start to rise as we head into next weekend uh, and beyond. And that will come with some of our increasing rain chances. So look at our first morning weather 7-day forecast. Looking for record-tying heat on Tuesday with that high of 106 down to 105 Wednesday, 103 on Thursday. Still plenty of sunshine. The early morning clouds start to last a little bit longer on Friday. Our high of 103 still beats the record of 101. One for Friday's date, and then even more morning low clouds mixing with the sunshine here for next weekend, Saturday 102 and Sunday 101. We take you beyond the seven day, the eight to 14 day rainfall outlook, which does include July 3rd, 4th, all the way through the 9th. And look at this. It finally looks wetter than normal again, which is the type of pattern we need
6: this is kxan sports brought to you by thomas j henry another good night for austin fc as they dismantled their rivals to the southeast this time austin fc taking on the houston dynamo at q2 stadium last night great night for the verde and black ethan finley in the 22nd minute scored his third goal of the season to put austin on top he scored five last year total three so far so a good pace for the vet then ten minutes later Austin FC's Jossie Zardes would tap in with a header of his own to give the Verde and Black the 2-0 lead. Zardes moved up to 10th all-time in MLS goals scored with his 102nd career goal passing Taylor Twellman. Then in the 50th minute, Julio Cascante scored on the header to give them the the 3-0 lead, one which they would not let go.
2: There are no easy games in this league, but, um, you know, the result on Wednesday night was validated with a very strong performance again tonight. I thought the guys um, performed extremely well. Two shutout wins at home um, against your in-state rivalries, uh, in-state rivals. I think, um, you know, certainly answers some questions that that we've received the last few weeks.
1: I think we did enough here in the first part of the season where... We can say that we stayed in the hunt the entire time. Even though we were disappointed with results, we were still kind of right there on that playoff line and um, kind of remaining close. But now these two games, we talk about momentum. We talk about uh, using this summer window here to kind of propel ourselves into a better spot in the playoffs. And um, we're hoping that we can use this as a a catalyst for the rest of the year and um, try and get hot here in the summer.
6: Now they remain in eighth place in the West, and their rivals FC Dallas and Houston are one and two points ahead of the Verde and Black, respectively, in the Western Conference. Next up for Austin, they'll face Inter Miami this coming Saturday. Kickoff is set for a little after 6:30. College football. will hear from a Longhorn who hopes to have a big season this year after missing last season with an injury. That story, when sports continues after this, keep it here. Even though we're inside of two months away from the regular season, there is plenty of hype for the 2023 edition of the Longhorns. One guy who is expected to make a huge contribution is receiver Isaiah Nayor. Now, Nayor missed uh, out on the fun last year after suffering an injury in preseason, which kept him off the field the entire time. And he had high hopes after transferring from Wyoming, even caught a nice touchdown in the 2022 spring game. This is the year Nayor hopes he can finally step on the field, donning the burnt orange. He hopes to stay there and make the same contributions to this team as he did with his last one in Wyoming. It's good. I'm working hard every day and, you know, just trying to work on getting back. I feel pretty good, so I'm very excited. You know, you know, you had the unfortunate injury last year, but, um, you know, I'm here now. I feel good and I'm ready to go. Uh, The same player that that they expected me coming into, so I'm going to come in, I'm going to do my thing, and, you know, we got some things to do this year. I wish we asked him what kind of shades he was wearing. All right, MLB Rangers and Yankees concluding their series in New York. Top of the second, Rangers up 2-0. Leody Tavares hits this to left. That's deep enough to score. Ezekiel Duran to put the Rangers up 3-0, and he slides in safe for a double. Bottom of the eighth, though. Rangers up 1. Harrison Bader, who apparently can't drive or respect the rules of the road, but he knows how to hit a baseball. Hits it to left to score two runs. Yankees take the lead 4-3. to Two batters later, Giancarlo Stanton deep single to left to make it five three Yankees Rangers have one last chance in the top of the ninth tying run at the plate Adolis Garcia but he strikes out Yankees win the game five to three they win the series and the Rangers are back home tomorrow to face the Detroit t- Tigers now. Hmm. The Houston Nationals are going to be playing the L.A. Dodgers coming up here in about a half hour to conclude that series in L.A.
0: I see. We'll, we'll see how that one turns out. All yeah, right. we will. Thanks, John. Much later, though. Much later, yes. What time do you think that'll end? We'll <laughs> we? nah, right. We'll know. We'll know by the news time. Uh, we'll be right back with a final look at your forecast. Stay with us.
1: All right. Here's your Monday forecast. Starting out with some patches of low clouds early on, then it's a lot of sunshine. High of 104. But with these heat advisories and excessive heat warnings continue, it'll still feel like 105 to 115 tomorrow. Yeah, brutal
0: stuff. All right. Thanks, Nick, and thank you for watching, everyone. Hope to see you back here at 10 o'clock.